What's up, guys? Welcome to the Pure Worship Podcast, where our number one passion is helping you grow in your walk with God. I'm your host, Jeff Dio, and my mission in life is to do whatever I can to help you develop an authentic friendship with your Father in Heaven. That's right, to know Him and make Him known, these are the two most important things in life. There's no question, spending time alone with God every day is going to improve every area of your life, including your family, your finances, your job, and without a doubt, your eternity. So make plans to hang with us every Tuesday as we grow together in our ability to engage with God in our everyday lives. Today on the Pure Worship Podcast, Josh and I take a good look at the most beautiful invitation of all time in a podcast we're calling Come Away With Me. No doubt you've heard us talk about the importance of fostering a real relationship with God. No doubt you know that we believe the Bible reveals it's the most important thing you can do. No doubt you can expect us to continue to press this issue, especially since most of us are still making excuses. All the while spending our most precious resource, our time, in much less worthwhile ways. How else can we spin it? What else can we do to convince you? What other scriptures do we need to bring in order to persuade you that the purpose of Jesus' death on the cross was not simply to provide forgiveness or to set us free? Those things are wonderful, but there is a much greater purpose for our lives. It's an invitation that's almost too good to be true. We're the God of the universe is so smitten by you that he wants to walk and talk with you in the secret place as well as all throughout your day, every day. He is inviting us to come away with him. A couple things to expect. I deal with the elephant in the room, especially for those of us that didn't grow up with this intimacy idea in church. And Josh takes us to a scripture that will seriously boost your confidence in accepting the crazy, amazing invitation God is offering. So let's pray and we'll get started. Father, thank you for not giving up on us. I ask that you would continue to chase us down with a relentless pursuit until we understand what we're really missing in constantly rejecting your beautiful invitation and putting other things before you. Please, Lord, help us know you. Help us seek you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, let's go ahead and dive into this Tuesday's Pure Worship Podcast entitled, Come Away With Me. Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing? Welcome back to the Pure Worship Podcast. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was hoping you would keep on holding that out for a really long time. Podcast. Like, no longer. <laughs> I don't think I got any more in me. Let's see how long look, you look, get. Look, look, yeah, see how long you got. Podcast. Come on, you got it. Come on, just one more, eight more, six more. <laughs> Dude, this reminds me too, because what I'll do, I'll, I'll sing, I usually will sing a song to like Clara, Channing, even sometimes we sing as a whole family. Yeah. The song that I made up. And then I'll get to the very, very end, the very last syllable. And either I will not sing the last note, which, you know, leaves it kind of like, uh, or I'll sing the last note and I'll just keep singing it. <laughs> And they're like literally almost half asleep, and I just keep singing. And I just keep singing. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for all that you've done. Rockabye, rockabye, Clara, sweet. 
turtle on crack or something I'm like <laughs> <laughs> literally they're looking at me like they're hitting my they're slapping my cheeks they're trying to get me to stop you know <laughs> that's awesome so yeah I was hoping you were gonna do that with podcasts so that was great good. That was good. That was good. praise the lord alright guys oh uh, man we're pumped to get into this one uh, as you know this one's called come away with me yeah and you know this is you've heard, heard us talk about this before but as far as the invitation that we're given it's incredible. It's an incredible invitation that the God of the universe, I mean, seriously, the God who breathed life into everything on earth, the animals, the people, he made the stars, he made the, I mean, there's beyond the galaxies, all this stuff that we don't even know. Mm. This guy, this God wants to hang out with me. Amazing. Wants to hang out with you. I mean, there's this invitation. He's saying, hey, with all this stuff I made, I want to be with you. Yeah. Will you come be with me? Yeah, man. And so many people get confused. They think it's about a religion. It's about clocking in at church, clocking out, just doing your religious duty and all that stuff. And man, it's not that at all. It's yeah. about relationship. It's about an invitation. I like to say it's not an obligation because mm-hmm. so many people think of church or reading their Bible or, you know, even taking communion or asking for forgiveness as this obligation. Well, if I don't do it, God's going to kill me. Yeah. You know, if I don't do it, instead of thinking, man, I get to. Yeah. Right. right I, we right. teach this concept to, to our family. Like I, I teach it at North Central University. If we can get that one concept, guys, if you can get the, the I get to instead of the I have to thing going in your life, it changes everything. Yeah. I get to love God. I man. get to go be with him. I get to go to church. I get, you know, so it changes everything. This is what come away with me really is. It's Mm -hmm. all about. So honestly, uh, in response to the book, this message from awakening pure worship that God put in my heart of prioritizing relationship with him. First and foremost, our first love, uh, everything else is empty. Everything else is lost. Everything else is pointless compared to knowing Christ and having mm. God, right? So um, so out of that, I responded, we, we actually write songs at North Central University and I love, love getting together with our students and write songs, record songs. And so uh, I was in chapel at one time at, at uh, North Central and one of our students, uh, Caleb D, who's just a great singer and anointed singer, uh, guitarist, all this, uh, he just started out by singing some spontaneous words. Hmm. And he started out with this line. He sang this line. I'm in love with the one with fire in his eyes. Mm. And then he just kind of went off and was meandering around singing stuff before they actually got to. And we had that culture at North Central where people just start singing their own song. Mm-hmm. And then he sang another song that everybody knows. And it was great. Well, man, I, I was like, oh, that's that. That's something. There's something on that first mm-hmm. little phrase mm-hmm. there. We need to write a song. So I went to Caleb and said, hey, we need to write that song. He's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. So the two of us <laughs> got together. And this doesn't happen very often. But in about 20, 25 minutes, we pounded out this song. And it's mm. just like, it was just flow. really wasn't pounding out. It was just flowing out. Cool. Um, and this, this invitation, and that's really, really what I wanted it to be, is a song. And ironically, like we actually use the word invitation, which you don't 
probably sing in too many worship songs. Uh, but I lo- <laughs> like using that, that word because that's what I wanted to see it as. So this is kind of a theme song for awakening pure worship. Wow. Uh, prioritizing, which I believe when I read the scriptures, that relationship with God is prioritized above everything else as a theme from the Old Testament all the way through to Revelation. Uh, that's the m- number one most important thing. So, yeah. Uh, so let me just kind of let us kind of go through this song a little bit and we're just going to share some comments, some scriptures, some thoughts on this idea of come away with me. Hmm. Uh, let me, let me just preface this too, because, uh, the, the song is actually taken mostly out of song of songs. Yep. Which honestly there, Josh, um, is, is one that I, I tended to avoid when I was in middle school. You know what I'm saying? People get a little squirrely with uh, this They one. do. They do. It's a little awkward, um, a little weird, the words in there that people use. And this metaphor, mm. right? This is a metaphor, mm. right? Uh, <laughs> the intimacy, you know, I think we may have talked about this some on, on other podcasts, but I do think that sometimes us men, we get the raw end of the metaphor deal yep. in the Bible. You got the bride of Christ thing and all that, and the intimacy. And, you know, um, I remember uh, back in the day listening to some popular uh, Christian music that I called like Christian love songs or whatever. And I was actually kind of grossed out about it okay. at first. You right. know? It seemed kind of weird to me that we would say things that we might say to a girlfriend or to a wife or a husband that we would use some of that language with God. Yeah. But the language is biblical. It's, it's uh, and you look at Song of Songs chapter one, And it says this, this is Solomon's song of songs, (laughs) more wonderful than any other. Wow. Man, dude, I can't remember how many songs that that it says that Solomon wrote. I'm sure we could Google that. Um, Somebody could Google that and let us know. Maybe you can let me know. But I know he wrote a lot. Yeah. Solomon wrote a ton of songs. And we're saying this is the chart topper. This is the number one single. (laughs) (laughs) That's the number one single from Solomon. Out of all all the other songs, this is the one. So I'm thinking we probably should pay attention. Okay. All right. Do you understand? (laughs) I mean, you're reading Proverbs. You know, we're like, this is great. The whole thing. Solomon's just giving us all this wisdom. But seeing above the wisdom in Proverbs. Come on, some of you, some of you mental worshipers out there, <laughs> some of you intellectuals. I love Proverbs; it's amazing. Yep. But you got to understand that Proverbs is not the Song of Songs. Mm. Mm. Song of Solomon is the Song of Songs. Come on, man. So then, this this song is written. A good portion of it is written out of chapter two. And I'll start. And there's some language here that you might go, oh, oh I don't know if I would want to say some of these things to God. But here's, here's some of the language. It says, uh, verse 8, chapter 2. Ah, I hear him, my lover. Whoa, that's even a word. Like, ah, is God my lover? I'm okay with him as Lord and Savior, but I don't know if he's my lover. Mm-hmm. You know, what we can get into, we understand that typically the Bible uses different Greek words for love. And typically the word that he uses when he talks about love for us is the word agape, mm-hmm. right? Which is different than the word eros, which is sexual love. Right. Because our culture, once again, we've taken love 
of and we've given it a bad name. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, you know, it's like the, the word father has, has gotten a bad name. So yep, the word absolutely. love has two and we think of it in a sexual context all the time. But this intimacy, this metaphor here uh, says, oh, I hear him, my lover. Here he comes, leaping on the mountains and bounding over the hills. My lover is like a swift gazelle or a young deer. Look, there he is behind the wall. Now he is looking in through the window, gazing into the room. My lover said to me, rise up, my beloved, my fair one, Mm. and come away. Right? That's verse 10. Yeah. And then in verse 11, it says, For the winter is past, and the rain is over and gone. The flowers are springing up, and the time of singing birds has come. Hmm. Even the cooing of turtle doves. Kind of strange language there. Verse 13, the fig trees are budding, and the grapevines are in blossom. Hmm. Right? There's health here. We'll talk more about this, right? How delicious they smell. Yes, spring is here. Arise, my beloved, my fair one, and come away. Wow. So that's kind of the source of this song. And so I just want to, I will say this, uh, we will play some of the song, uh, if not all of it, at the end of this podcast. Uh, You can also, you know, check it out on YouTube. There's, there's, uh, if you just search Come Away With Me, NCU or North Central University, uh, you can find it. But I think this is a very unique song because it starts out uh, coming from us, but then the chorus is actually God singing over us. Wow. All right. So it starts out, verse one says this, I'm in love with the one with fire in his eyes. He really has won my heart. Now, obviously, if you know anything about the revelation of Jesus Christ, you know in Revelation chapter 1 and also in Daniel, I believe it's chapter 10, that there's, Daniel has the same encounter with Jesus that John has. Yeah. And they both, they both see this person who we believe is the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, both in the Old Testament and the New Testament, mm-hmm. uh, that has fire in his, his eyes, eyes. Yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. And, and that fire, you know, some people might think of fire as, as a bad thing, whatever it is, the fear of the Lord, it's massive, it's crazy, you know, uh, it's the consuming fire, mm-hmm. but it's also that he's got fire in his eyes for you. It's love, and it's passion, it's, it's pa- terror, exactly. it's fear. It's, it's all of it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like when I met my wife for the first, I mean, Let's go. A, a very poor example, <laughs> but like, uh, I remember it took me a, a couple of weeks for me to really get like, I was in love with my wife, but I'm like, hmm. whoa, when I got it, it was just, I was like terrified Wow. and wow. I was awestruck and I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, overwhelmed, over completely yeah. overwhelmed. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, no, it's good. So I'm in love with the one with the fire in his eyes. Now again, that, that terminology I don't know. Maybe not everybody feels comfortable saying that. I'm in love with you, God. You feel like you, you reserve that language for a sexual type of, well, we're not using that here. We're saying we agape you, mm-hmm. Lord. It's unconditional, godly love. It speaks of relationship and close fellowship. It's he knows you better than anybody else and yeah. you know him better than anybody else. It's connection. Or maybe sometimes people struggle with 
I'm in love, like a fleeting or fickle right, right. or just kind of like a temporary kind puppy of love. love. So or, they stay away from that kind of thing. Yeah. But, or they think of love as something that hurt them in the yeah. past, right? Yeah. Right? Because it didn't work out. Yeah. Well, this is perfect love we're talking Come about. Come on, baby. And I'm in love with the one who's perfect, who has perfect mm-hmm. love for me. Right? He really has won my heart. That's a good question. Has he won your heart? Wow, man. Has he won your heart? Or is your heart... That is a good question. Is your heart uh, split in different places? Mm-hmm. You're in love with this, in love with that, in love, in love with work, in love with ministry, in love with uh, all the other desires of this world. Yep. Has he really won your heart? Dude, what a powerful question. Has God really won my heart? I mean, it's really too good to be true, right? How could it be this God of ours, whose eyes are flames of fire, whose hair is white as snow, whose feet are burnished bronze, and whose voice thunders like Niagara Falls? Who am I that he would notice me? Honestly, I can't even get it through my thick skull. Yet it's true, he loves me, he loves you. So I receive this beautiful truth for me by faith. I embrace his love for me and I determine to respond to his invitation by loving him in return. Guys, we've gotta stop thinking of Christianity as some sort of heady religious exploit. It's so much bigger than that. It's life, it's hope. It is love, and God is calling us to draw near to Him in true love and fellowship. Okay, as you know, we've got a cool opportunity for you to be a part of, but we've changed the date. Yep, the Dio family is participating in a special 10K run now on Saturday, November 16, to raise money to build fresh water wells for people who have no access to clean water with the hope of opening the door for them to hear the gospel. Please consider joining with us by emailing us at info at jeffdo.com or by checking out the giving link on my recent Facebook post. All right, as we get back to the conversation, Josh shares a wild story from St. Augustine that will leave you feeling challenged and encouraged. And I remind you of God's incredible passion to provide springs in the desert for those of you who are dry and burned out. So go ahead and shut out all the distractions and gear up as we get back to this Tuesday's Pure Worship Podcast. And it says he tore away the veil to make a way for love. He really has won my heart. Man, when we were writing this, we really wanted to, and I think you've got a scripture we'll look at too in connection with this idea of he tore the veil. We, I, I really wanted to hint at, again, the bottom line purpose. We know that when Jesus died on the cross, that there was an earthquake, mm-hmm. and we know that the, that, that the earthquake hit the temple and the veil was torn from top to bottom, yep. right? Okay, and, and, and the question is, what does that signify? Well, we go back to the Holy of Holies, right? Yep. That curtain was separating people from the presence of God. Yep. The Holy of Holies represents the, the presence or relationship, the closest you can be. In fact, there's no barrier between humans and God in the Holy of Holies. Yep. Which, if you're not there with the right procedures, you're dead. Yeah. 
I mean, what? They tied a rope to the high priest. He was only able to go in there one time a year. Yep. Tied a rope to his leg in case he died in there, they could pull him out. Drag him out. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about a knowing yeah. of knowings. Yes. Like when you were in that place, it's like how Yahweh talked to Moses is like yes. face to face, face like to a face. friend. Glowing face, right? that whole yeah. thing. Yep. Yep. So the, the Holy of Holies represents access to God. And there was a barrier. Yep. There's only one dude who could go. But we know even in the Old Testament that God declared through Moses that he wanted a kingdom of priests. And we know in 1 Peter 2, 9, that that concept is echoed, that we are now called a, a, royal a kingdom, yeah, yeah, a kingdom. royal priesthood, a kingdom of priests, yep. so that each person is a priest. We no longer need uh, a earthly high priest to be able to go in on our behalf yes. to the presence of God. Yep. Now the veil being torn signifies that each one of us can enter the presence of God. Why? For freedom, for forgiveness, sure. Yep. But ultimately, for closeness. Yeah. For relationship. And it's scary as anything. I mean, to yep. think that you could be that close to God. But he's saying, I'm opening my door sure. to you. Come on in. To everyone. That's it, man. No longer the guy who's perfect or the guy because of our great high priest. Yeah. Great high priest being Jesus, that now we come through the blood. Instead of through the veil, you come through the blood. Yeah. To get access. That's so powerful, And you won't man. be killed yep. because of the blood of Jesus, right? Yep. So I wanted to get to the ultimate purpose of why was the veil torn? It wasn't torn just because uh, of forgiveness or freedom in that sense, but it's torn for relationship. Access. Access, yes. Wow. Hey, let's go ahead. You got a scripture with this. Let's go ahead and hit that. Yeah, well, man, this veil thing that you're talking about, that, that account of the earthquake, it's it's spoken about in three gospels. It's Matthew, Mark, and Luke, which is kind of cool. Yeah. That there, clearly, it was important to the gospel writers. Yes. Like there is something here, and it was you know to many people reading this, it was kind of a, a mystery now. But like to them, those guys knew exactly what it meant, man. That's right. And here it is in Hebrews uh, ten, uh, verses nineteen through twenty-two. It says this: Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy place, come on, by the blood of Jesus, by a new Ooh. and living way which He inaugurated for us through the veil. Come on, wow. the veil wow. that is His flesh. Wow. See, his so body... the veil now becomes his flesh. His body so was... through it. His body was ripped to shreds. And so we have access through the blood of Jesus. The veil that is his flesh, and since we have a great high priest over the house of God, let us draw near wow. with a sincere Wait, let heart. let us do what? Draw near. Whoa, that's relationship. That's closeness. That's fellowship, right? It's the invitation to intimacy, yes. bro. yes come away let us draw near with a sincere heart in full assurance of faith so we can have a lot of doubt right no 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 full confidence the scripture says come boldly before the throne of grace with right confidence but what but what if i don't feel worthy josh what if i don't feel how, how can i come with confidence well then? tough stuff jack because let me finish the the the, the, the scripture okay. are you ready to Hold on to your seat, brother. All right, I'm holding. I'm holding. Having our hearts sprinkled clean mm. from an evil conscience and our bodies washed in pure water. You can throw the doubt aside. You can throw the anger aside. You could you could throw the 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 discouragement and the despair aside because you've been literally sprinkled mm. clean from an evil conscience and your body was washed with pure water, man. Because of the blood of Jesus. Because of the blood of Christ. Now I can have confidence. That's it. That's amazing. 
So that's huge. The veil was torn so we could have relationship. That is what it signifies. It doesn't signify that now we can all be religious priests. The whole point of the priest was that he could come close to God. And now each one of us can come close to God. Jeff, that's why he died, man. It is. Look, if Jesus would have just come and said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Mm -hmm. And if you believe in me, then I'll give you access. Yep. That's why he had to die because his body literally became became that veil veil. and it was ripped to shreds and there it is. And now we have access through his crucified blood body. Moving on to the pre-chorus of this song. It says, he's singing over me the sweetest melody. He's singing over me an invitation. Zephaniah, man. So look, Zephaniah 317, we know that it says that God sings. It's not even just Jesus here. I'm sure Jesus sings too. We know he sang with the disciples. Uh, But we know that that God sings. And I mean, you know, I, I don't know exactly what he sings. I bet he has a million different songs he sings over us. But I'm betting you that one of them is this invitation. Mm. And what is that invitation saying? Well, it's echoing Song of Songs, Song of Solomon uh, from that chapter two and of course in other passages as well. And the chorus then says, here's the invitation. So now it switches to the Father singing over you. So receive this as the Father sings over you right now as you're listening to this. He says, come away with me Mm. to the deepest deep. Come away with me, my love. Yeah, man. Come on, he loves you so much, guys. And I know it doesn't depend on your, your own value and who you are, but it's who you are in Christ. He loves you like he loves Christ. Yeah. Oh, come on, somebody. Uh, even John uh, 17 tells us that, that God loves us in the same way that he loves Christ. Yeah. And the second half of the course is, come away with me to the place of peace. You don't have peace in your life? Come spend time with the Father. Mm-hmm. Come spend time with the Prince of Peace. How are you supposed to have peace? We've said this before. Mm-hmm. How are you supposed to have peace without spending time with the Prince of Peace? Yep. Come away with me, my love. Then it goes on in verse two. It says, I'm in love with the one whose face is like the sun. Again, referring to that revelation of John and Daniel, whose face, the Bible tells us that Jesus' face was like the sun. Mm-hmm. That's the best description they could give. Pretty good description. He really has won my heart. He bled the way to grace and crushed my curse of shame. He really has won my heart. Yeah. Hmm, man, so crazy powerful. So crazy powerful. So after that second verse, then of course it goes back to the chorus. Come away with me to the deepest deep. Come away with me, my love. Come away with me to the place of peace. Come away with me my love. Yeah, man. And so I kind of, I stumbled upon this quote and it's by St. Augustine. I'm going to go old school. St. Augustine of Hippo. But man, he had this verse or he had this little poem that he wrote and he says this, he says, late have I loved you. Hmm. Man, it took me a long time to get it. This is one of those perfect saints, right? Dude, this homeboy, (laughs) this guy had a child out of wedlock. This guy was a whoremonger. Can I say that on the pure worship Well, you just did. I just did. Oh, shoot. So beep. <laughs> there was a lot of beeps in this guy's life, man. But oh, when man. he'd got it, when he'd received oh, the, finally got the it. gospel, it, it just revolutionized his life. And he says this, late I have loved you. Beauty so old and so new. Mm. Man, just think about that face of Jesus. Shines like the sun, fire in his eyes, yep. his hands and feet like burnished bronze. It's beauty so old and so new. I love how he says it. Late wow. have I loved you. Beauty so old and so new. Late have I loved you. And see, you were within, 
And I was in the external world and sought you there. Wow. He says, you were within me, but I was looking for you in the external world. Wow. And in my unlovely state, I plunged into those lovely created things which you made. So he's talking about women and wine and song mm-hmm. and and food. Every indulgence he could get Worse a hold of. Worse being the things that God made yeah. rather than the God who made Isn't that crazy? So, but he was looking for God in those things. Yeah. And he says, you were with me and I was not with you. Wow. That's the crazy thing, guys, on this side of the cross with the veil. He's with us. You don't got to look to the drugs. Yeah. You don't got to look That's to the right. women or the men. You don't got to look to all these other things that God has made for beauty and for, for to be wonderful in and of themselves. And, I mean, here's the thing, too. I want to encourage some people out there. He said, late have I loved you. Yeah. You know, that's not a way that I would normally say things. But the way what that says to me is it took him a long time to get there. Yeah. Guys, if you're out there and you feel like it's too late for you. Yeah. You feel like you've done so much that you could never turn back to God. He can never accept you. Man, follow in this guy's footsteps. Late have I loved you, but better late than never. never. Right. Right? Come on, guys. You can, God, he's all about love. He's all about forgiveness. You come before him with, with humility and he'll accept you. And dude, you know, you're talking about come away. Yeah. Come away. But Jeff, sometimes, actually all the time. Yes. That coming away means coming out from. Yes. If you want to come away with the Lord, that means you got to be bold enough. I got to be bold enough to and wise enough to step into uh, what he's called. And that means stepping away from other things. Yeah, so, tell us about that. So man. come away. That means coming out. And here's the scripture I want to give you guys. We've been in this over the last couple podcasts. Second Corinthians 6. It's, it's just our theme, man. It's totally it. Second Corinthians, Corinthians, yeah. Second Corinthians 6. And uh, I'm just going to go verse 17. It says, therefore, come out from among them and be separate, wow. says the Lord. Do not touch any unclean thing and I will welcome you. And he talks about, I will be a father to you. This whole section of scripture, it talks about be separated unto God, guys. So there is that coming away means coming out from. Yes, yes. So good. Um, all right. So one last section of this song, and we're going to wrap this podcast up, but it's the bridge. And I, this is what we want to leave you with, because I believe this is the message of hope uh, for you. Some of you feel like you're in this dead season. You feel like you're in a winter season. You know, if you think of the four seasons, uh, winter, spring, summer, fall, you feel like you're in that dead winter season where nothing's growing, nothing's happening. But that's the beauty of seasons is yeah. that spring is coming. That's it, man. And we read that earlier in uh, Song of Songs, chapter two. But the, the bridge of this song goes like this. The winter, and I'm prophesying this over your life. I'm speaking this over your life. The winter season is over. The spring has now begun. The winds of life are blowing and calling us to love. And I say calling you to love. Mm -hmm. You're listening out there. The rains renew the desert. You feel like you're in a desert. That's one of the beautiful things that we hear in the scriptures is that God is a spring in the desert. He brings the rivers into the desert where they don't belong, right? The rains renew the desert the songs of hope return maybe you've lost your ability to even worship God with the songs you've you've lost the songs of hope but they're returning in your life I declare that over you arise my sons and daughters come on sons and daughters and embrace my call to love this is what this invitation is it's to come away with me come away to the deepest deep come away to the place of peace my love 
And this is the hope. This is what we've been called to as he loves us with all of his heart. So good. All right, podcast family, it's been fun chatting together as we keep it real with today's episode of the Pure Worship Podcast entitled Come Away With Me. Stay tuned at the very end of this podcast to hear an excerpt from the song we've been talking about, Come Away With Me. You can also visit my YouTube channel to worship along with the brand new video. Guys, don't get caught up loving the things of this world more than you do in loving the one who made this world for us. The reason I wrote my book, Awakening Pure Worship, was to help shed light on the number one main purpose of life, that we were wired for close friendship with God. The message was like a fire shut up in my bones. I just had to get it out. Okay, now that we're back on track, bringing you a new podcast each week, you can look forward to next Tuesday when we explore a compelling conversation on eternity in a podcast we're calling What's So Great About Heaven. Until then, we want to challenge you to start spending 30 minutes per day alone with God every day. It will change your life and change your perspective. Meanwhile, we'll look forward to hanging with you again next Tuesday for another inspiring episode of the Pure Worship Podcast. I'm in love with the one with fire in his eyes. He really has won my heart. He tore away the veil to make a way for love. He really has won my heart. And he's singing over me the sweetest melody. He's singing over me in invitation. Come away. Come on.